Don't don't start shaking your leg. Don't. I can't help it. If if you start bouncing your leg up and down. This is the third podcast you have talked about my jiggling leg. Well, Find something else to focus on. It drives me insane. Well, you say you accept me for who I am. <laughs> I feel like you need to accept all the stuff, including the jiggly leg. I accept the fact that you keep picking at that skin tag, trying to make me like. Wow. <laughs> okay. So, seriously. Don't shake your leg. What? Right, so. Third time off the elevator. Why am I the one introducing us? Like, you are the host. I am the co host. Well, Ben, this is episode, what, 23. No, it's further than that. No, it is not. I literally just looked at it. Bet. Bet. I'm about to look it up right now. Wow. Y'all, you see what I have to deal with? Episode 23. <laughs> <laughs> and so the you you now say, I'm sorry you were right, Jesse. Be it that this is episode 23. I'm sorry you were right, Jesse. I, I think it's fitting. <laughs> That you now start to take some of the responsibility <laughs> of the podcast. It's okay for you to introduce it. First of all, last time, I did all the talking. What do you mean, last time? The last podcast we did was me talking. How about, how about the last 22 <laughs> <Stop> podcasts <it. laughs> we did? Stop it. I'm going to regular drown you while you're trying to regular swim or whatever it is you Re- said. Regular float. <laughs> What you know about regular floating? Mm-mm. What's going on? About to try this uh, this Black Rifle Coffee chain saw is the name of it. I know. Chain. I was a little scared of it, but it's pretty decent. Let me say. I don't. I don't. Are you, are you gonna like swish it around in your mouth? <laughs> Hey, it's hot. It was way hotter than I expected. That burnt my bottom lip. I mean, it's coffee. Your coffee pot is like legit, like super hot. That's why I tell you all the time I pour my cup and let it sit there for a little bit. Well, why'd you try to sip it when you just poured it two seconds ago? Yeah, that was hot. That was bad hot. <laughs> That's like that McDonald's coffee. I tell you, there is no good reason for them to make that coffee so hot. So you're going to come at us with some word? Just off the cuff? I'm, I mean, why not? Well, you know, I can't remember none, but I can pull up some. Well, let, let's talk about uh, what comes to, to mind when you think about being fake. Are times in your life when you were fake or in not a judgmental role but you could tell someone else was being fake well you came at me with a whole bunch of questions fake fake no not like Botox fake no um well I guess I have to start with I was really fake for a really long time um you know, being in a situation where I didn't want people to know 
<laughs> who I really was, um, what I was really about. Um, you know, I can remember thinking to myself, if people knew who I really was, there's no way they would want me around, or there's no way they'd want to be my friend, or there's no way they'd want to hire me, or, um, you know, some of that was shame and guilt for things that I'd done, and some of that was, you know, not owning my worth that mm -hmm. was given by Jesus, you know? So, it's, you know, it's a whole, that was question one, right? What you said, what do you know about being fake? And then the one was, what do you know about people being fake? Mm -hmm. um, I think that uh, everybody has their moments, right? You know, I used to say all the time, I despise doing interviews because people literally just showed up and told you what they thought you wanted oh, to hear. Yeah. You're talking about job interviews. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like in being in a managerial role, I really just, man, <laughs> like you never know what you're going to get. And then you mm -hmm. hire someone because, you know, they had a really good performance in an interview or two, one or two or whatever. And then like, you're like, man, that's not who I interviewed, you know? But I can bet that maybe that's probably happened by me too, you know. Oh yeah, you think you think about when you, you try to. I think back to my past interviews throughout life, and the you try to. Well, I'll, I say you. I can remember trying to show that I have an uncanny initiative. Oh, for sure. You show up early, you look presentable. I mean, it's the same thing. You show up for the job you right. want, not the job you're... I mean, you or, know, whatever or, it is. Or, or when you're being asked things. Oh, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> yeah, I ain't got no problem doing that. Yeah. Yo, that ain't... Yeah, I, I'll do that. I can see myself doing that. But, you know, that's just one instance, right? I mean, the job interviews. I mean, I look at... I mean, it's the same thing with friendships or relationships. Is it's it, social relationships. Is it fake or lying, though? Because, because let me, let me, well, it depends on what the motives are. Because are you saying when you know good and well, when you get your feet settled in, when you get dug down into that job, you're going to stand straight up and say, no, nah, cuz, you got me messed up if you think I'm doing that. Well, it depends. I mean, I wouldn't do that. Be because. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I said I was going to do something. I was going to well, figure out how to do it without them knowing I didn't know how to do it. Well, no, I'm, t I'm talking of that overwhelming initiative. Oh, yeah, we're going to hire this person because this person just basically explained to me how they will do anything and everything. And then as the years go by, has you, have you found yourself in a job situation that that changed? That Where I, I wasn't willing to do anything and everything? Or, or maybe, I'm sure. Or because you didn't want to do anything and everything, you had a, a really good explanation of why. Well, I don't think that makes it lying specifically as much as it does um, taking back your word. You so, know? so does that mean you was being fake at the beginning? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've winged many a job interviews. <laughs> like I said, like I said in the podcast before, like I have, I have had just enough information to sound to be dangerous, to right. sound like I could walk the walk, 
But it goes, like I said before that, it goes, it, it's more than just job interviews. Absolutely. I, mean, I literally get up and pretend to be a mother every day. <laughs> <laughs> because there's no rule book for that. Right? Like, and for a long time, I, I, I was still, sometimes I still have that weird thing, you know, like, I cannot believe that I am someone's mom. I mean, I just don't. I have zero idea what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, but you don't. You don't have that that position to where you are explaining to your children, or your husband, or even your friends, where you're trying to over compensate what you think you can do. Oh well, that's only that's. I so, don't do that, but that's a thing, right? So. It's a it's a it's a situation, you know, where moms are trying to act like they have their crap together, mm-hmm. and they know they this parenting gig and this being a mom and being you know having it all together. Like being a parent is hard, <laughs> you know. When you get on social media, they're all the time. You know, there's all these things about don't mom hate and blah 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 and support. You know, what other mothers do, and and I'm totally down with that. But that is that is a part of our society where people are like, oh, we all have to act like we have our stuff together, because if we don't, then we're somehow some sort of failure at life. If we're not the best mother or the best employee or the the best friend or you know, and when I say all of those things, I mean best as being what we as humans in our flesh think is best. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we have won. Right, you know, we were we were given inheritance to the kingdom, so we are royalty. So it's it's just a, a perception on what society has, but that plays a big role. That played a big role for me in how I processed, and then why well, I drank a lot. You know. Not because not knowing, you, was just, you felt you was just winging it all the time. Absolutely, absolutely, um, and, and not everything. But I have a had a specific. If you dig deep into it, right? Like, let's not be all serious about it. But you establish coping mechanisms to deal with certain things in life traumas or experiences or whatever right and part of me in that situation was okay you know xyz incidents happened to me at at a younger age and i determined that i never want to feel that way again so i'm never going to be that person again right Mm -hmm. that's kind of how it starts it's like oh okay well i'm never going to be like that again and to not be like that then i have to be like this and then to be, you know, and I go back, I'm always super amazed by my son. That kid, he is who he is. My oldest son, because the little one doesn't even know yet. But Dane just doesn't care what people think. You know, he wears what he wants. Like, sometimes I have to tell him, like, you cannot wear that. <laughs> like, you, like... I'd have to draw the line sometimes because I'm like, you literally look like you just crawled out of bed. Like, I'm going to need you to put some effort. Mm -hmm. Um, But he doesn't care what people think. 
He wears what he wants. He wears the earrings he wants. He wears the clothes he wants. The hat he wants. The lit. I mean, and it's like a hodgepodge, which I think is really cool too. So it's not like oh, he's trying to be one specific genre of anything. He's just like, I think this is cool, so I'm gonna wear it, and I'm gonna wear it with this, even though it doesn't match. Like he, yesterday, he had on shorts with jellyfish on them, pink shorts with blue jellyfish just saying the kid is a lot sometimes <laughs> but he think you know but it's really about how you feel about yourself right it's not like hey i'm doing this because i want attention which i have been known to do right because i want to create the type of attention that i can control right i can control it if i'm in front of it I can keep from getting hurt if I'm in front of it. I can make sure it goes the way I want it to go if I'm in front of it. And then, of course, all of that is me, me, me. I, 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 trying to control the, you know, the situation. I'm the director. And everybody on the stage just needs to do exactly what I tell them to do. And the play will go off like a hitch, without a hitch, right? Um, but it, for him, it's just, um, I just want to be me. And I don't care. And that's great. Because as a teenager, it's not like that. So so for me, the, the thought that arises is when I was drinking is how my ego was ramped up so high in my head, right? Yeah, for and, sure. And I would say and do all kinds of things that <laughs> we do <laughs> that really wasn't me we act like morons when we drink you know what i mean so when you when you uh think someone's challenging your manhood air quotes and you you feel it a need to get in their face and want to fight them and now i'm not talking like being drunk i'm like this wasn't even drinking type stuff right that, drinking in the evenings but maybe yeah. this happened during the day right not having clear thinking but you but that's not really who you are mm -mm. but really yet it is who you are well that's not well, who god made you to be that's who you settled into exactly uh, you know those kind of thoughts is what arises in my head right like so, now of uh, now of the past right 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 you see what i'm saying mm -hmm. Like, um, and it's not in a judgmental way, but I think it's easier to see when people are doing that, and that's not really what they want to yeah. do. Yeah. Well, Does that it's, make it's sense? like it's when you get a phone call from someone and they're all kinds of some kind of way, and you know it's not really about the reason that they're saying it is. It's just they don't know how to process what's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Well, yeah. Or, or you know, or they want you to agree with them, to to make them think what they're thinking is right, but really they don't. They don't think that to begin with. Right. They're, they're just mad and ticked off. Well, I mean, doing a, doing, and I don't want to say the wrong thing because that doesn't sound right. Because I don't think I ever, in, for the majority, intentionally said this is wrong. I shouldn't do it. What happened? in my you know drinking career is that the line just got moved a little bit 
each time. Right. It wasn't like I just started out like that. It was like, oh, probably shouldn't do that. And I did it. And I wasn't too bad. And a little easier the next time. It was a little easier. You know, and as the years roll by, then you wake up and you're like, you're, you're you know, which I've said to you before. I mean, I couldn't even comprehend the word conviction, right. you know, or where my moral compass was. I was more of a, you know, whatever you do, you do. <laughs> you know, it, it wasn't, it was just like, I don't know, it was weird um, not knowing the right, you know, the, as they say, the true from the false um, and working my way back to that Yeah. over all these months. Well, you know, it, you know, when we was talking, you, you thirst for what you drink from. Mm-hmm. And... If that's all you're doing, I mean, because when I was drinking for the majority of the time, I was on autopilot, right? It was go to work, drink, go to work, drink, go to work, drink. And as the ego stayed at a high level and the wild and crazy thoughts stayed at a high level, that's that's just what it was. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? And it wasn't. It wasn't necessarily uh, being fake in my mind mm -hmm. while it was going on until I got sober and really started talking and praying with God sincerely mm -hmm. and staying in the Word and talking about the Word and developing friendship that I was like, for so many years... For 20-something years, I have been this person that I wasn't, mm -hmm. that I'm, I had been a person that I'm not. Yeah. But, but all that didn't seem fake at the time. Like, that's who I was. Mm -hmm. that, so I'm not trying to. No, yeah, for sure. I mean, you can't use the, the excuse of I was fake then, but I'm not now. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. mean, that, that is who you were. Um, well, that's who we had distorted ourselves to be. So I had a conversation with my sponsor um, yesterday, yeah, yesterday or day before, one of the two, um, where I told her I had, you know, um, had a situation with where I had uh, been talking with someone and some of the things they were saying um, were like, whoa, <laughs> you know, and I was praying for this person and I was, you know, all the things and, and I, and I said, I don't know how I got over here. I don't know how I got way over here and she got way over there. And she looked me dead in my face and said, she hasn't gone anywhere. She, she, isn't, she isn't further or worse than she was. You are in a completely different place. Mm -hmm. And I was like, whoa, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> that's weird because... The, so then it, it brought all the thoughts, right? Like, this situation with this person, there was no judgment. It, it was it, in my heart. It was, I wish it wasn't like that. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't sure what to say. And it just, it just got me in my feels, right? About, oh, and it wasn't like, oh, I'm so much better than you. You know, it was just, wow. Like, I don't know. I turned around and there's this gap between us. And I'm like, man, she's, you know, it's getting worse for her. And my sponsor's like, no, no, no. <laughs> it, it may and it could and all of the things, but 
it's about the same as it was. You're the one who's in a different place. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, you know, that's a lot to take, too, because I want to be in a different place. And I'm grateful and I'm blessed. But I also don't want to be self-righteous. And I also don't want to be condescending. Um, So sometimes I get in those situations with people that I'm friends with who are in, you know, active addiction or, you know, maybe they're not, right? Maybe they're just in a place where they just drink too much more, you know, whatever. Right. Um, To not be like, oh, I know more than you do because I've gone through this or that. Um, Or to look at them and go, whoa, that's really bad. Because, like, if I turn it around, like, I've done some really bad things, you know? Um, but they, but those, but that's not who they are. Right. Like, that's not who God made them to be. Mm-hmm. That's who they're acting as now, just like us. Mm. That's who we were acting as. Um, I don't even. Re- I mean, even after the all, you know, this months that we have, I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm still like. That doesn't really feel bad. That feels really bad. That definitely feels bad. That's I don't like that. I don't like the way that makes me feel. But that's okay, you right. know. Um, but I try to stay, you know, and I stay in the Word too because our faith is strong, and you know, and it's very clear about what it says, and and that's new too, right? That black and white is new. And when I say new, meaning I've ha- and we've talked about it. I've had the faith and I've had all these things, but you and I had a conversation recently where we had never, uh, that we could recall in our lives, said, hey, we are literally asking and making an effort for God to, for, to be the center of our lives. That, right. ha- that had never been a priority mm-hmm. for us. It was something we had. It was just like there, you know, and yeah, we have it, but it wasn't the center. Um, so that makes things a little different too. Well, it's, it's interesting you say both of those. You know, talking about the the one person and and realizing you're in a everything's the same and you're just in a different spot. So the examples that was coming to my mind of here the recent I've talked about how I wanted to do a prayer or our, our, our small very small Bible study at the beginning of work every morning mm-hmm. M- more like a prayer meeting really right than it is a bible study but i mean and it, it's been on me pretty consistently and i'm not trying to figure out why i'm, I'm trying to i'm asking god to to really show me how to do it i don't want to seem self-righteous mm-hmm. but but i also okay so let me just break it down so we've got some young guys at work, mm-hmm. and here of recent, uh, it's come to where all these new people have sort of moved into my area where I work. Your actual physical area. Yeah, like mm-hmm. my little crushing domain where I crush concrete. <laughs> I'm sorry, cornbread's crushing domain. That's right, and um, good kids good guys you know and i don't want any of this to seem judgmental or anything but you stand around and and you're working and you're in the middle of these conversations that aren't appropriate conversations Mm -hmm. 
and there's cursing going on and there's um raunchy talk <laughs> going on you know what i mean and right a lot of times i'm just like you know lord just tell me what to say and mm-hmm. you know if, if i get nothing i don't say nothing but but i'll also be straight up with you if sometimes i get lured in and i'm not making an excuse sure like it happens and then i'm like thinking about it 30 minutes later man i can't believe you just said what you said yeah did you really just say what you said yeah and you know there was an instance i told you about where i found myself in the in the middle of a conversation and it was just f this not not coming from me but f this and gd that and on and on and i just had to walk away Mm -hmm. i was like what in the world is going on and um which also got me to thinking about the fake and the not fake and the Mm -hmm. and the how to not seem so because you you want to just i you know i want to just stop and say what in the world is going on here right y'all shut your dang mouth right yeah y'all are crazy well it's funny how it comes to me sometimes how how it's harsh to me sometimes but i can sure enough drop a string of swear words yeah um you know and that's something that i have continued to pray about you know where that comes from um and how to, you know, turn that over. Because, you know, I think I said to you the other day, I was like, I literally just said, I don't know, I think I said the F-bomb. And I'm like, I had no good reason to. Like, it was just like yeah, a random, I remember it was that. just like a random sentence. And whatever I said included that. And I was like, I literally, I mean, like, it like it just, it didn't even apply. Mm-hmm. It was just a swear word to be a swear word. And I'm like, well, all right. <laughs> But I mean, I guess there's, I guess there's a little power in acknowledging it. Um, but I also know too that habits are hard to break. You know, and swearing is one of those, right? Um, habit forming types of things, as well as, you know, I used to think. You know, when I when I got saved and I had all these things happen and I was baptized and why. <laughs> do I still do the things that I do and say the things that I say and act the way that I act and 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 that's just because it's it's more than that it's like a process we're not completely you know we're not finished it's just this is this is the recognition and so I try to say okay I'm in process I am in process I'm not going to freak out I'm going to try to you know acknowledge it I, but it doesn't it doesn't really bother me that other people do it unless those people are close to me. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, like you let my husband say something, I'll be like, why do you have to swear so much? And he will, he will remind me with the quickness that I swear, you know, probably more than he does. And I'm like, oh, man, that sucks. And then I feel a little, you know, I don't want to feel self-righteous. I, a, I don't want to do it. And B, I don't want the people around me to do it. Right. But I do it anyway Mm -hmm. you know so i have to i just have to give myself a little grace and say okay i'm changing 
and that God's going to do whatever I allow him to do because he's such a gentleman. And that goes into all the other behaviors too. Like, okay, one of the things that comes to mind while I was saying that is, you know, one of the things I love about AA is that it's, and I've said it before, that it's practical for me. Like, it has principles. Like, what does it mean to to practice the principles in all my affairs? Okay, that means honesty, trustworthiness, brotherly love, perseverance. Like, the you know, like, honesty is at the top of the list. Like, what does it mean to be honest? Like, if you're practicing a principle, you're being honest. Mm -hmm. You're doing these things, so you have to, like, stay focused on where it is. And we've been in this place you know the last week or so where we've talked about remaining and remaining in the word and remaining in a relationship that we have with jesus and trying to do what he wants us to do but we have to continue to do that we have to practice it because it doesn't like you know <clears throat> i didn't all of a sudden just stop drinking and now i'm just a great person i didn't all of a sudden you know give my life to the lord and all of a sudden i'm wonderful yeah. i still have all of the junk that I have created. Well, I, th I think that's the the answer really to a lot of the questions is, you know, when you're when you're in the midst of someone, some multiple people, whatever it may be, a situation, and you don't know what to do. Uh, for me, I'm speaking for me is maybe one reason is I'm not spiritually full right then. Yeah. You know, I don't have Truth. the words coming out because I ain't, I ain't got myself in check. Word, <laughs> right? I, yeah, I would have loved to said, "Hey guys, some profound." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No joke. And you know, that's that's a, a line too. You don't want it to be all about yourself either. Mm -hmm. Oh man, cornbread just laid it down. You you don't want it to be like that. Mm -hmm. You know, but you would love to say, "Hey guys." This talk's getting a little crazy, you know. We, we don't need to talk like this. Like, and here's the reason why, or hey, think about this, or you know, something like that. And that's a tough spot too. That's a but when to it's, not come off self righteous or condescending. Yeah, but when it's when it's on you, you know, to a point to where you're thinking about it a good bit, you know, that that's why I I, I rose the question of. Do you feel fake when you follow Jesus and you feel, hey, I should be in the spot right here to to be the light and say something, right? Mm -hmm. But you end up just walking away. Um, does that does that it I, does? I know that question is somebody's not, probably probably no. like whoa. <laughs> but you know, I don't feel fake. Um, sometimes I feel it's not fake I'm not for, for us right when right. I look when I look at you and I now I'm not going to say that I haven't experienced that with someone and that would be what my what I would refer to as someone who is religious you know when people when people use as you know the Bible says as they use you know religion to to make rules and to force people to do what they want that's where it becomes fake you know the Pharisees I mean where it becomes we're following the law without a relationship um you know, but it it's about a motive. Mm -hmm. And if I what I what I see in myself more now, and I've prayed for that. 
right? And I've prayed and I've asked about it and I have said because, again, just because I don't drink anymore and just because I did the fourth step and just because, like, there's still, and you don't like the term, there's still character defects that make me behave in ways that I have behaved for a very long time. Um, and I have prayed for a lot of that. And to try to say, hey, what what are the motives of my heart? And read the scripture, and please, you know, search my search my heart, my my anxious thoughts, um, because I, I can more oftentimes see a motive now, whether it be good or bad, and go, man, I shouldn't say that, you know, or I shouldn't do that, um, and that kind of preemptively prevents the fake, mm-hmm. right? Um, because motive was a big reason for my fakeness. Yeah. Well, and it's in also, what's, what's the, uh, the scripture from Matthew? Get the log out of your own eye. Yeah. Get the speck out of, get the log out of your eye before you try to get the speck out of your friend's eye. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, let's be clear. <laughs> I was steady trying to get, steady trying to get a speck out of somebody's eye most of my mm-hmm. life. Let me just tell you what you need to do. Right. Um, and that play, and that was hard too when I first started to take in sponsees because I'm like, okay, all right, I'm good, I'm good. Let me just tell you how you need to do this. Right. <laughs> you know, like I, like I'm Miss AA and I have it all together. I have no idea. <laughs> you know, all I know is what what I did and what worked for me and what my sponsor did with me. Um, and that's the same thing with anything else. All I have is my experience. So when I think of you and those guys, I think one of the ways that we change how we present ourselves is to only share our experience. Like to say, hey, this is what I experienced with with a mouth like that. And I'm just using that. I mean, yeah. not those words, but... My experience is this is what happens when this continues to occur. Yeah. Um, you know, because that's, that's all I can do without being. But it's easy for me. It is real easy for me to click over and go, okay, I, I'm, I'm doing the right thing. Now, every one of y'all need to do the right thing. Right, right. <laughs> Until I'm not doing the right thing in 30 minutes, mm-hmm. right? Like in 30 minutes, I'm going to be super pissed off, swearing like a sailor, you know, screaming at my kid because he won't answer the phone, and I've called nine times, you know. Right. So, yeah, it's 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 just real interesting to me how you or how I, you know, those those things and situations will get in my head, and it's like I can't. It's not that I can't get rid of them or or whatever it just man there's just so much thought around them you know i'm mm-hmm. like man i i should have said something I, or i could have said this or you know you read something later on or you're praying and you're like man this why didn't i say this then you know hmm. why didn't i react this way then mm-hmm. you know when you get around a a, a group of uh, young men and I'm not classifying everybody in one one setting he can get pretty raunchy around the construction site <laughs> you know what I mean I mean it can get right the talk can get pretty pretty yeah. wild 
well, in a hurry. It gets the same thing I said earlier when we were talking, you know, whatever we think is okay, you know, mm-hmm. with my, with, you know, my, my, this, this person I was talking to, she hadn't changed. I had changed. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's not, it's not, oh, it's super shock, aggressive. It's that I'm not aggressive anymore in that manner. Um, and that's, that's only, turning it over you know so as you know i'm a solid overthinker solid overthinker you know so when i hear you say things like that like i know that i do that not yeah. specifically those questions but i will overthink a situation um and i really just have to pray about that like and i'll say something that you don't you you turn your nose up at me every single time there's power in Pen to paper. <laughs> yeah, and that's when I told you I'm going to get you a big, humongous Sharpie, and you can start writing on the wall. In my office, side note, sidebar, they have walls like that. Like, oh, I know. That are made for you to write on with, not Sharpies, but with dry erase, like entire yeah. walls where people could just write on it, like when they have ideas in rooms. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's really smart. Yeah. But usually the thoughts that come out of my head, I don't want anybody to see. So I keep them in a I keep them in a in a private journal, but no, that would be you know just just a suggestion, Joseph. Journal. So you know, yeah, I, th- I think I think to back to when I was drinking once again, and how that that kind of talk that that now I I I mean I just cringe when I hear some things and say, whoa. Mm-hmm. I can't believe this person just said that. Right. And you you know, you don't want to be judgmental or feel judgmental, but you're like, whoa, son, you like shrug up to it. And I think back for years and years while I was drinking, I would say some of the wildest, raunchiest, craziest stuff. I have literally known you to say some things that made me freak out. I mean just some <laughs> you know what I But I'm sure I have too. Just, I mean, yeah. You th- you think back to it, and you're just like, "What in the world was going on?" Well, I think that there's something inside of us that makes us feel like that's necessary. That's a huge fake part, right? Right. There you something go. that says, "I have to say these things to either appear cool." To have to appear more experienced or aggressive than I actually am, that I know more than I actually do, that I have been and done more than I actually have. Right, I agree with that. There's the only purpose for that. I agree with that 100%. And I only say that for myself because the yeah. only reason why I'm acting like that in front of someone else is because I'm trying to display dominance in some form. Mm-hmm. I've been, you know, whether it's in drinking I, I i drink more than you i've been around more than you and i don't mean around like but you know i've been i'm older i'm more experienced yeah. i'm wiser i'm you know i have more all of the things yeah you know i get to do whatever i want which is baloney why, why? because none of that makes us better or well, more experienced it that that is so interesting that back when when i was drinking that was such a humongous badge of honor <laughs> around everyone I drunk drank with mm-hmm. was how much you could drink. That was like the big deal, man. Mm-hmm. 
old cornbread to drink you under the table or cornbread drunk 33 beers or oh i can i can out drink you and i can out drink man you a lightweight and blah blah blee blee mm-hmm. that's such a pale of bull you know it, it's 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 part of the you know pretending to be something we're not we weren't meant to do that right we were not meant to distort our minds and our bodies with a chemical substance right and we did you know we did we didn't stand a chance mm-hmm. um underneath that and that and that comes and that's not to say that everybody that puts alcohol in their body that happens to them because that's not the case um but that that was the case you know for me yeah you know it's uh what do they and they always has the has the uh the reference um liquid courage yeah absolutely yeah <laughs> you know it makes you makes you more better bigger stronger more funnier mm-hmm. more outgoing or you can dance better none of that is true yeah none of it you can't none even, of that is true you can't even talk right <laughs> you know what i'm saying i'm so obnoxious you, i was so obnoxious you and don't, so loud you don't need alcohol to be obnoxious or loud word <laughs> Can you even imagine? Well, yes, you can because you've known me for over 20 years, but geez Louise. Just, I mean, just some of the stuff that would come out of my mouth was just straight up bull crap. You know what I mean? It just. You know, one of the things I, I like, you know, I focus on, and I don't know, it, it just comes. It comes, thank God having people around you for me like you who who speak truth into your life mm-hmm. who remind you who you really are you know and that that is not who you really are this is who you really are and being in the word and the word saying this is who you really are um and saying okay i have value in who I really am. And sometimes I don't need to say anything. I do, you know, but sometimes I do. And that, that is the tough. That That's that's the whole point I'm getting at about right. being in those settings. Right. And sometimes the, your example is when, enough. When you're, when you're dead solid in the middle of it. And, you know, where where is not so much my value, but what is going to hold the most value? Well, that's not for you to decide. When you're not spiritually full, and I, I take full responsibility for that, mm-hmm. and then that's when you walk away, or I do, right. and feel like crap that I walked away without saying anything. Well, at the end of the day, that's that's saying we have any control over the outcome. We have no control over the outcome. You could right. have said you're something right. or not said something. God's going to give them whatever they need to get, mm-hmm. one way or another. Um but we don't have much control over that. So you for instance we could say you know what guys I don't want to hear that and you turn and walk away. Like maybe that's enough. Maybe the next time they're like, "Oh, Cornbread doesn't want to hear that." Or you know, maybe the next time or a week later or a month later you instead of talking about the negative that they're doing, you're you're at that point saying, "Hey, do you want to join in this prayer before we start work?" Right. You know, and then then it's really you just being a conduit, and God's the one who's going to change them. Whether we say something or don't say something isn't going to change someone. Because I'll tell you right now, could nobody say anything to me? 
Yeah. If you nobody could say anything to me, you say no. my not my mother, not anyone. I would say what I want and do what I want, and and if you didn't like it, I'd just leave. Well, I mean, and to be honest with you, you, you feel or I do feel like you're taking somebody's inventory, uh, saying, "Oh, I need to I need to say something to this joker because." This is just getting way out of hand. You understand that? Absolutely. Yeah. And some, and maybe, and maybe sometimes you do. Yeah. I mean, um, but maybe you don't. I mean, you know, it's yeah, a, it's a tough spot, you know. Um, and I know that the big book says sometimes when we we're not sure what to do or we pause, we're agitated. We pause and agitated and ask God for the right words or actions. Right. Um. And maybe that's just I mean, that's a process too, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, we're not we're not gonna get an answer every time. I mean, it doesn't you know, it isn't it's not like a dial in <laughs> call <Yeah>. for help. <laughs> um but it's a tough spot. But if it's on you, it's definitely worthy of continual prayer and then he's gonna tell you and lead you the way, you know. And it could just be that, you know, you don't say anything, you just create this prayer in the morning and Invite him to it. Right. All you have to do is just be open and be available. You know, one thing right? <clears throat> One thing I ain't fake about is I'm a straight-up turkey killer. <clears throat> like, when I say I'm a turkey killer, I am a straight-up turkey killer. When's the last time you killed a turkey? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> 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 well, see, that's the thing. Is I'm such a turkey killer. I'm now teaching others how to be a turkey killer. Like I, can, I to be honest with you, I can't tell you the last time. Well, I can tell you the last time I went turkey hunting and I carried a gun was for two hours last season. Wow! And I went on an evening hunt, which is that's rare to kill a turkey late in late of the evening. Because they don't gobble much around here hmm. late of the evening. And I went by myself last year. I can't even tell you the time before that. Wow. I, I toted a gun. Interesting. Yeah. But if I got a gun. <laughs> and one comes, you I, finna kill it. I'm, I'm a straight up <laughs> turkey killer. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Me too. Do you have anything else to add on being fake? I don't think so. I think we, you know, we covered yeah. what my thoughts were. Yeah, I think. Did we I, cover what your thoughts were? Yeah. I th- well, I, I, I've got a, a better perspective. I think now a better. Uh, and it ain't about you, homie. No, it's not about me <laughs> at all. It ain't. It, it isn't at all. It's just, uh, man. I want to serve better, and I don't. I don't want. Uh, Dude, you're amazing. Truly. God just wants you to be you, and he'll yeah. give you everything you I, and, need. And I'm not saying I feel fake. Ooh, you see what I'm saying? That was good. I just came off the cuff. Say, it, say it again? <laughs> we talk about being fake, and I was like, God just wants you to be you. Yeah. Well. You were like, I'm not trying to be fake. And I wasn't insinuating that you were. Right. I was just saying it was. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, uh, yeah, I'm not saying that I, that I feel fake. I just, it's, man, being sober, you just see things Word. so much different. I see things, period. So, yeah, there you go. Right? Like, sometimes yeah. I'm like, whoa. Right. 
Like I see things that I don't ever recall seeing before. Yeah. And when I talk about things that I said when I was drinking, like I mean things that I said when I was not drinking but still was in active alcoholism. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Active addiction. Mm-hmm. You know, when you ain't had nothing to drink for, let's say, two days and you're still in active addiction, mm-hmm. you, you still Your are talking messed up. like an idiot. <laughs> Word. You know what I mean? <laughs> still making poor life choices. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I'm sober 19 months and I can still make a poor life choice. <laughs> what do you think about this black rifle coffee chainsaw? I finally got to drink mine. I liked it. It, it cooled down. What do you think? I'm gonna give it a, I'm gonna give it a solid seven point one. Really? Yeah. I wasn't gonna go that high. I was gonna give it about a six and a half. I'm gonna give it a seven point one. Uh, still no gridiron, but yeah, still no gridiron. I seen that Brad went down there to the Snickers marathon. Trying to run a marathon and eat no. a Snickers. No, he didn't try. He did. No, he did. Yeah. You saw him finish. No, but I know he did. That, that's <laughs> oh, that, he's a runner. That's my coffee dude. Oh my god, I'm and, not doing this with you again. <laughs> I'm not doing this with that, you. That's my coffee dude. He's totally my coffee dude too. And why? Look, why are we fussing over Brad? We covered this on the last I mean, podcast. Just hush. Are you done? You got anything new to add? We'll holler at y'all. Bye, y'all. <laughs>